Good morning, America. This is Jerry Rhodes coming to you from Chicago, Illinois, the podcaster for American Enterprise Swing Vote Party. Uh, I just talked about how you make sense out of nonsense, um, which really arrives at some conclusions that Americans have to deal with for the sake of the future of, of our freedoms. Uh, they're very special. They're they're the only uh, the only uh, right we have is our freedom and our opportunity to try and fail and try again. Um, and what I'm seeing from this, the structure of our country as it now stands, with money ticks and and the, the power of of money controlling our economy and our enterprise and our workers with leadership that I believe is totally unfit for the jobs. So what are you proposing here? I'm not going to be running for president at my age. I'm just presenting some information in terms of a direction that will... Keep America great. Um, and we're not going to do it with the current structure and the way things are coming down uh, around us with uh, uh, ins- uh, insecure borders and insecure voting and having a reputation around the world that we're a big bully, uh, imperialistic, by building a fleet of a 100 B-21 bombers, I cannot believe that. And that our our peace through strength is a, a trillion-dollar defense department that builds ma- weapons of mass destruction to scare the world into complying with whatever America is now. Well, we've lost the trade war. I've established that in my books and in my podcast. And there's no winning it back, so to speak, because there are alliances around the world that that remember the 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 uh, decision by our worst president ever, Truman, who then uh, approved, and he says he didn't. The generals did it anyway, baloney. He wanted a, a, a seat at the table with um, Hitler and Churchill and Stalin, So he could then pound on his chest and say, well, we have the bomb. Well, what he did, he took away us ever having a deterrent. And that's why Einstein and Oppenheimer washed their hands of it. Uh, No, it could have been a deterrent. By just showing them a a film of the tests in in New Mexico and uh, not dropped it on human beings killing 250,000 civilians. That's somewhat worse than the World Trade Center, and uh, it isn't worse than the Germany Holocaust, but we're we're having the same thing out of Putin right now. It could could have been stopped. All we needed to do was using the power of the dollar, telling NATO, if you don't admit Ukraine to NATO, you don't have our funding. 
And of course, they would have admitted Ukraine to NATO. And the reason Putin was pissed is because he had wanted, he had applied to get into NATO, and they they basically told him the reason they have NATO is because of Russia and their USSR. Well, what happened in the USSR? Well, Kissinger, our greatest statesman, and Gorbachev, and their detente, basically enabled Russia to come out of a autocracy into what they call a democracy, which, of course, it isn't. It's a one-leader, like Xi Jinping government with a Politburo, uh, started capitalism, getting away from this whole term of socialism where everybody stays home, drinks vodka, and it owns nothing and, and is really happy until they start hauling them off to prison if they're cheating on doing nothing. Uh, so, yes, um, uh, here I go again. Uh, I, I'm just looking at, at the list of Nazi concentration camps during the worst of the worst uh, inhuman socialism, I guess you'd what you'd call it, because they it was done by Nazis, the Social Democrats, which now we have wanting a Green New Deal and is behind the Biden-Sanders manifesto, which blesses sanctuary cities and opens the borders and says we can handle another $750 million just to, to get voters in that will keep Democrats in charge for the rest of the century, and our other party is conniving its way to do the same thing, so we basically don't have a two-party system. We have a uniparty system, which in my interpretation is a monarchy. There are no, there are only three forms of government. There's dictatorship, uh, there's um, monarchies, and, and the, the one and only democracy in the world, America, the bountiful. Well, we're losing that. We actually have lost our way because the leadership has taken us down this this road of uh, we need more and more laws from the lawmakers who are all attorneys and bankers and economists and professors telling the rest of the many what to do. But those rules don't apply to them. So our educational system is corrupt. Our health care system is corrupt. We pay for don't pay for outcome, we pay for income, we pay for diagnosis and prescription drugs. It's a mess. I have 20 books, six of them on, on how um, corrupt our healthcare system is, and uh, my political books on how corrupt our government is. So you're starting to sound like Rush Limbaugh. Well, Rush Limbaugh actually was right on on most of his rantings and railings uh, on the issues, but he never really came up with solutions. He just thought that the American people, by listening to him, would figure it out. Well, no, the, the American worker or the rest of us or the the, the have-nots and the have-sums uh, don't really have the money to, to run to be a part of the management of USA Inc., which is our Congress, 
our Senate, 100 senators, 435 congressmen and women, if you can use that gender uh, euphemism, and Supreme Court and the president basically running everything by the seat of their pants because they're, 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 they've never started a business, never invented anything, never had to make a payroll without other people's money. And that's the taxpayers. And the taxpayers, are, they pass the plate like they do in church in a monarchy, and then they borrow the rest. Oh, wait a minute. What do the books say? Well, we don't have books. We have budgets. And they add the borrowing into the cash receipts for the budgets to say it's balanced or we or they have a surplus, supposedly in California. Ha ha. No state has a surplus. No state has balanced the budget because they've added in, guess what, debt instead of profits. And it's killing the goose and the gander, which is free market enterprise. We're the only country in the world that has laissez-faire, says the French. They gave us the Statue of Liberty because we're the only country that has a free country that will enable um, free enterprise to exist and coexist with our economy, which is the cost of government and rules and regulations. It isn't what America is about. It's not about America's economy. It's about America's enterprise that's being weighted down and pulled down and bankrupted uh, as our economy. We need economies of scale. We need to downsize this huge monolithic 24 million employees uh, sitting on the top, downsize them, and downsize government and upsize enterprise. And how would you do that? Well, I'm suggesting that we have to privatize. We have to get out of of this monolithic government that's run by incompetent uh, lawmakers um, and um, spin off, as they do in, in enterprises, spin off certain agencies that really are enterprises. So I've gone through those in the last po- podcast, so I don't need to do that again. Uh, will that in itself save America? No, we're not here to save America as it is. We want to keep it great as it was. We cannot erase our history because that's what we built this this foundation on. And you, you crumble the the history and the and the foundation of any chance to to keep America great is gone. And then you've got China taking over here because we don't pay our bills. We don't. We don't pay our even our interest on these T bills. They own one point three or four trillion. Japan one point five trillion. Other other so called friends and enemies and and uh, global trade uh, uh, countries uh, own our future with seven trillion of treasury bills that are on in a, in an inverted yield curve, which says the the longer they have to hold them, the less they make an in interest. And we're not paying the interest, so it's compounding. So just like your 
credit card if you just pay the minimum payment. The compound interest goes into the principal. So that's where we are. Oh, my God. You've got to be kidding. No. No, this is being run by uh, a bunch of people that never run a business. This is the, the biggest enterprise or business ever in the world. And the rest of them were all chasing us, and now they're catching us because we outsmarted ourselves by allowing those that don't know how to run a business to control the business. How do they do that? Money ticks. They know how to raise money. They're salesmen, for sure. And they know how to raise money and get reelected. 90% of the time, these people get reelected, and and they're destroying our very future. Uh, and their ratings are very low. People are realizing that, that you cannot trust politicians that don't have any experience in competing with the rest of the world. Yes, it is competition. And China's our biggest competitor. And then there's Russia and Iran and OPEC and the Mideast, which Trump felt that he had it under control. Of, of course, that wasn't true. Uh, it's it's religions, religious wars over there. We're not going to solve those by being rational or withdrawing our business or supporting one side or the other. That's been going on for centuries. All it'll do is drag down the world. We need to be out there with, with Kissinger's detente, peaceful coexistence. One of the greatest statesmen ever that negotiated with Gorbachev to tear down the wall. It wasn't Reagan that tore down the wall. It was Kissinger, and he just died. I'd wanted him to be my secretary of the of not the state, but offense, an offense that is selling peace around the world with what? Free market enterprise. They're doing it in Africa in spite of, of uh, China wanting to take over Africa, the small little villages we have with handheld uh, cell phones are negotiating like they did and the pilgrims did when they got here from England. And we revolted and, and built our country on colonies uh, where individuals could, uh, you know, grow beans and, and trade for corn and trade corn for clothes and clothes for covered wagons. And you, you, know, you heard the, the principles of what makes America great. To keep us great, we have to allow people 60,000 to start up every month and 60,000, if they don't make it, go out of business and start again. That is America, the bountiful. That's why everyone wants to come through our open borders because they want a piece of, of the pie, but they don't speak English, they don't have skills as far as we know. They need to learn to earn and have a skill to build. And our educational system is so broken, they can't handle what they got. California thinks they're going to be able to handle 40 different languages in their school system. It's insanity. They have to speak English. They have to, be, they have to want to work and are able to work and can learn to earn by getting in, in school and, and, and being able to read more than a third, day, third grade level like our ghetto uh, gangs and the dropouts, and, and dumbing down America. So uh, China, who is much more intelligent when it comes to global trade than we'll ever be, 
taking over the supply chain and the and the uh, shipping monopoly that they built in a monopsonist monopsony government where the government is the buyer and seller of everything. And I heard Clinton's at one time his Secretary of Labor stated that America is the last resort, the 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 buyer of last resort. No, no, the buyer and sellers are those free market enterprise, uh, sixty thousand startups, uh, small businesses. That's that's what makes America great. And to keep it great, we cannot allow another fearful edict by uh, by public health officials that we've got another pandemic here so so we can have mail out voting and insecure voting and a disaster in the next election whether trump's there or not that's to be decided but i am in a position to say i don't think either democrats or republicans can solve this this horrendous crash that's coming this bursting of the derivative bubble will uh wipe out uh, not just economies but enterprise around the world because they're all counting on America to be the biggest and best consumer, not the biggest and best supplier. We have transferred so much wealth out of this country that we no longer can pay our bills. And we're raising the the debt ceiling not 79 times but, but 80 and that will be bankruptcy. The next ceiling will be bankruptcy. We will have to freeze our debt under a, a, a quasi a plan of quasi reorganization, of which Net, Mitt Romney is expert, having had his business Bain Capital, vulture capitalists that did the very same that same thing that America will have to do now. Therefore, he should be one of our, the leaders in my party. I've sent him a request, and he hasn't yet stepped up, and and the other person would be Joe Manchin, who is the swing vote in in our Congress at this point and has stopped Biden in his tracks. And, and both Mitt Romney and Joe Manchin are 76 years old and are retiring. And I am, I sent Joe Manchin my books and I'm asking them to become the leaders in the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party. And does that party, are they going to run for president and win, win the presidency? Hell no. No, that's not the, the, that's not the mission. The mission here is, is to have a referee and make sure that everything that gets through the House and the Senate to the, to the president is con- by consensus. Not some radical uh, filibuster that thinks it's going to get the, the reconciliation between the Senate and the, and, and the House to work better for America. No, it's always what's going to work better for the politicians and getting reelected and and the governors and the mayors and the whoever's running the local governments aren't accountable for anything. They just want to get reelected. Well, we we need to have a government where we have uh, uh, to get your income. You have to have an outcome. You have to earn your income. You can't just say that you're a governor and get reelected and not be accountable for the gangs that are. In your in your in your cities, or the guns in 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 the gangs, and in, in the hands of uh, of bad people, or teen pregnancies, or dropouts out of high school, or a bad culture of violence, vulgarity, and excess. No, we got to have analytics that measure each governor, 
against the other governors and measure our mayors against other mayors. We've got to have our own Super Bowl here. We have to start have, making accountability based on, on value added. That concept of value added is what American enterprise is supposed to be all about. And the value added has to be of quality, not of poor, poor um, standards. We have to have standards that we live up to. So um, I had to kind of add to what I was doing in my previous uh, ranting, I guess. To I, It's not really ranting. I just write down these ideas uh, as to what the podcast is going to be about. And in this one, I think I was trying to make sense out of nonsense. I said at the beginning, you can't make sense out of nonsense. Well, I've changed my mind. I think that you can make uh, sense out of nonsense if you make the changes to make it make sense. So uh, I can add that to my uh, daily uh, not political campaign speech. No way. I don't want the job. I want the party and the the leadership that I could foresee of the party. Then, if they want to run for president and they can lead the pack better and, and have a consensus um, government and consensus direction in our economy and our enterprise, then yes, I'm all for that. So thank you for listening. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning. I wanted you to uh, proof the letter I'm writing to Senator Mitt Romney and Senator Joseph Manchin. One, where would I be writing them a letter? I thought they were retired. (laughs) They they were the last ones I saw on that list. Manchin from the Democrat side and Mitt, Mitt Romney from the Republican side. So it still means we have a gridlock Congress. Of course, I don't know when, when these, these retirements are going to take effect. But anyway, those are the two, not just senators, but uh, I would call them savvy business men, mm-hmm. particularly Mitt Romney, who form Bain's capital to do the very thing that we're proposing to do with the great American enterprise. Mm-hmm. It's uh, do a bailout and a haircut of fixed cost to get down to the break-even point and uh, then start making money on the trade, the uh, supply chain, Global trade. We're not going to get out of the global trade. It's here to stay. We're not going to drag them back here by tax breaks or whatever. The U.S. deal was just sold to Japan. Caterpillar does all their manufacturing of their huge equipment in China. So this is uh, the American Enterprise Party. American capital marries American human capital as its slogan, 
Keep America Great as the Swing Vote Party for Consensus Government Governance. January 10th, 2024. Dear Sirs, Senator, um, Senator Romney uh, at James Madison Federal Building, 324 25th Street, Ogden, Utah, 84011, and Senator Joseph Manchin at 900 Pennsylvania Avenue, Suite 629, Charleston, West Virginia, 25302. Dear Sirs, I have sent you individually my book or books. Senator Romney, you got volume one, and I'm sending you volume two and three. And Senator Manchin, you have all three that I sent to your office. Regarding the American Enterprise Trilogy, volume one, the plan, volume two, the platform, and volume three, the party. Detailing a plan, a platform, a party to reorganize America's debt, Congress, Supreme Court and Presidency to avoid Chapter 15 of the International Bankruptcy Laws. Will bankruptcy happen? It's my view. If you go look at the debt clock, it's it's already happened. With the failure of the current and past administrations allowing unlimited access to our borders for terrorist drug dealing and welfare cases, that bury our abilities to financially manage the sanctuary states, counties, cities, townships that are in chaos. We gotta get rid of the waste. We gotta get our fixed costs down to the break-even point. That's what bankruptcy does. Chapter 11 in the United States and Chapter 15 internationally. As the founder and CEO of the American Enterprise Party, I'm asking you individually or collectively to lead the party. Implement the plans and platform to its goal of becoming the swing vote to implement a quasi-reorganization of America's debt and deficits. Then using the plan to finance the bailout of failed congressional and administrative processes to stop the default of the debt ceiling 79 times by converting financial records to generally accepted accounting principles called GAAP and procedures, which would be called um, accountability, employ risk-taking American workers to have a say in the solution with ongoing success of a profitable and equity-based country. Ask not what you can do for your party, ask what you can do for your country. As presented in my American Enterprise Trilogy, refinanced by trade war bonds, not income taxes, and 46 subsidiary taxes, a Federal Reserve central banking system incorporated into the U.S. Treasury Department using America's $200 trillion of collateral to keep the global trade on a dollar-based reference, RTF currency. Currently, OPEC is asking to de-dollarize trade and use their alliance with China and its yuan as a reference currency around the world, 193 countries. This is the last nail in the coffin to trigger Chapter 15 of the International Bankruptcy Code to put America into the dissolution mode, dissolution mode for its $34 trillion in current liabilities and $200 trillion in long-term 
obligations collateralized by $200 trillion in liquid and fixed natural and monetary assets. In other words, the Chinese wolf warrior plans, the, the Ch- Chinese wolf warrior plans to replace America as the new world leader in trade and governance. If we don't, any two of our suppliers or foreign investors can file for dissolution of the American enterprise to collect unpaid interest on debt or liquidation of the treasury bills, bonds, notes held to term and unpaid. Why would this happen? The yield on treasuries is inverted, and the American economy is inflation and an insolvent position per, per the www.usdebtclock.org. Check it out. This plan puts the American dream back into our policies and our great American enterprise on a sound financial system to be able to report the results of operations that is creating profits from trade, energy, transportation, agriculture, and urban development, education, health care, environment, by downsizing the bureaucracy and upsizing our entrepreneurial spirit, thus privatizing our subsidiary agencies, institutional government, into money makers and liquidators of our humongous debt obligations. America's current debt of $34 trillion escalating at the rate of $300 billion per month, funded by inverted yield treasuries, totaling $7 trillion in the hands of our competitors and enemies, plus $200 trillion in unrecorded obligations, www.us.debtclock.org, for Medicare, Medicaid, Obamacare, Social Security, Income Security, Government Pensions, and 13 Entitlement Programs written into law only to name a few. This keeps America number one in the world of trade, sovereignty, and the only true free market enterprise and democracy in the world, bar none. Qualifications of the candidates of the swing vote bailout party. First, Senator Mitt Romney, entrepreneur, millionaire, leader, patriot, and aspiring to be president someday. Senator Joe Manchin, entrepreneur, millionaire, leader, patriot, and aspiring to be president someday or maybe in 2024. Both have the experience, proven talent and leadership, reputation and ability to manage the American Enterprise Party um, plan of reorganization. Will the Reds or Blues fix it? No. Will the Progressives or the Progressives or the conservatives fix it? No, they have caused it. Who will fix it? I say that it was the American enterprise risk-taking human capital that I will label deservatives. So now we have the we have the liberals and the conservatives and the deservatives. Who's that? Well, that's of the people, by the people, for the people in the Constitution. That's those that make. America great. America is great. To keep it great, we have to capitalize on not only our monetary and and um, natural resources, we have to capitalize on our human capital, the risk-taking Americans that run the business every day. Got to downsize the cost of a great American enterprise bureaucracy, 24 million 
government workers to be number one in global trade, governance, and peaceful coexistence in a troubled world. By upsizing GDP and GNP profitably, capital generation and cash flow to liquidate the shortfall, $231 trillion in debt versus USA's GDP of $34 trillion versus worldwide GDP of a P of $103 trillion. That has defaulted on the debt limit 79 times with an inverted yield on short and long-term bonds, bills, and notes. The U.S. Treasury continues a policy of wasting taxes and hiding debt by adding currency and borrowing into the cash receipt side of budgetary accounting, thereby cooking the books. That understates our obligations in the short term and long term. Without utilization of gap accounting and Chapter 15 of the International Bankruptcy Law, the government is insolvent and bankruptcy, the first step to dissolution, shall happen. Thomas Jefferson added to the Constitution, government is not is not to spend more than it earns, is to not spend more than it earns. So our current procedures violate the Constitution, while Chapter 15 of international law applies. It's a cross-borders comedy or cooperation of courts. Both of you know the problem because you are astute businessmen who have applied the bankruptcy laws in your own business dealings. Currently, China is converting to GAAP, generally accepted accounting principles, to avoid what we see on the debt clock about the great American enterprise. They don't want to fall to the same trap. It's unrecorded debt and deficits that are caused by the underlying policies of both existing parties. Be they rhinos or dinos aligned with the Republicans or Democrats, it is self-evident they are looking for a third party to stop the spiral into insolvency and ultimately bankruptcy. I reiterate, act not for your party, act for your country. As a consultant to the American Enterprise Party in filing for Chapter 15, a plan of quasi-reorganization, I have written the plan, platform, and political party procedures that will implement the creditor committee using the American Enterprise Party trilogy to keep America great. First of all, is it necessary? And secondly, will it work? The answers are in the books that I have written, along with the benefits to the citizens of the United States of America to avoid takeover by China and its alliances around the world. At this point, those forces are in place to use Chapter 15 to put America into bankruptcy. And to avoid this happening, the tables have to be turned on their plan to employ America, not destroy America. America is the major consumer in the world of poverty, uncertainty, warlords, monarchs, dictators, with America being the one and only true democracy due to laws of fair enterprise. The Western Hemisphere, culture, and free risk-taking spirit are what the open borders, monstrous debt, and poor leadership are destroying. It will take a swing vote third-party referee to keep America great, not MAGA or BBB, build back bigger and better government, to continue on a path, path will take us on a path to self-destruction by politics, gridlocking, and dividing our country into bankruptcy and causing the takeover by those in envy our success. Allah, China, Russia, not the axis of evil, the axis of 
bankruptcy filing. Uh, that would include uh, also South Korea, North Korea, Japan, Taiwan, Singapore, India, Africa, Brazil, Argentina, Colombia. So I inspire you both to accept the challenge of leading this third party into the next century based on the principles of free markets and the entrepreneurial spirit that the pilgrims had in 1620, not 1619 slave ships. As the invention of free enterprise, monetary capital and human capital using free trade beans for corn, corn for cotton, cotton for covered wagons, for cars, trains, and planes delivering products worldwide. As the number one consumer of the global trade trade supply chain that is controlled by China's monopsony government and monopoly shipping distribution system and its global alliances, we are losing one trillion per year in GDP, GNP, and cash flow to 30 suppliers who hold seven trillion American unsecured paper that export more to us than we import to them. Ray Dalio of Bridgewater and Larry Fink of BlackRock, the largest hedge funders, are saying, let evolution be with you as China takes over our firemine supply chain, essentials and sovereignty through open borders, planting and planting the communist socialist Trojan horse in our midst. Have we lost our bearings when we have transferred trillions of dollars of wealth to other worldly spheres that are now going to bury our great American enterprise in debt and deficits caused by bad political and business dealings? The American hedge funders say, let evolution be with you, selling short on America and long on China and its alliances. I say no. We are the only leader of the world away from the Hunger Games to the Prosperity Games. Let freedom of opportunity ring for all who learn to earn with a skill to build in our great small businesses. An average 60,000 start and 60,000 fail every month and start over using the protection of Chapter 7, 11, 13 of the Bankruptcy Code. To try again and again that sows the seeds for our eternal prosperity called the American Dream and, and laissez-faire capitalism. Let me know your thoughts on why this won't work or will work with you two leading the way to the middle of the road for common sense governance, profitability, and patriotically using ethical free enterprise principles and gap financial record keeping for accountability at every government level. Very truly yours, Jerry Rhodes, CPA, founder and CEO of American Enterprise Swing Vote Political Party. Enclosures, the American Enterprise Party Trilogy, two books for Senator Romney. Volume 2 and 3, Plans for Quasi-Reorganization of Our American Capitalist Standards and Restoring the American Risk-Taking Human Capital's Patriotic Work Ethic. A poem, Our American Dream by Jerry Rhodes, published in the Eighth Wonder of the World, published by Rhodes Publishing Company. Senator Manchin, you have received the three books by separate uh, FedEx. P.S. I can understand your desire to wash your hands of your party and its gridlock that is dividing America's survival and a losing battle to pass incompetence for fiscal and financial f- affairs. 
90% who are attorneys, bankers, economists, and public health officials called a bureaucracy that take advantage of their wealth to believe that they are smarter than the human capital that works to, together with the monetary capital in every business in America. This is not the rule of law, but the law of rulers over a marriage of Americanism, monetary capital, and human capital gestated in our Constitution, along with the rule of law and work ethic for the human for the humanism share in the greatest teamwork in the world. We need to ask not what we can do for our party, ask what we can do for our country. Americrats, ideology versus autocrats. America, the bountiful, is worth saving under our flag, traditions, heroes, seeking freedoms to start and fail in American enterprise, the best producer and supplier, suppliers in the world. www.americanenterprisepoliticalparty.org www.jerryrhodesauthor.com Jerry, Jerry L. Rhodes at email.com <laughs> I guess I recorded all that. And I plan to package up um, Mitt Romney's Volume 2 and Volume 3 because I've already sent him Volume 1 and he kind of opted out saying the Republicans can handle it and obviously they can't. Is he a rhino? Well, yeah, I think he is probably more of a, a Republican in name only and would call himself a moderate conservative. That's what the American Enterprise Party is all about. Oh, is it just another party that's going to want to control America? No. The swing vote doesn't have to control anything except the, 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 the bills that are passed through the House and the Senate to get to the president. And those need to be consensus. They need to be uh, based upon generally accepted accounting principles, not on uh, phony management by a um, false positive budget at every level. Every level is, in effect, in a deficit position because they have not recorded all their obligations. So it's at that point where it has to change. If it doesn't, China will take over. They have the alliances, they have the ownership of our treasury bills that obligate us to pay the interest. If we don't pay the interest, it compounds and goes into the, to the principal. It's an ever-losing battle. So unless we do it before it happens, avoid it, we, we can wait till it does happen. And then it gets way harder to fix it. So I hope... Uh, um, Senator Romney and Senator Manchin opt to be the leader of this movement, of which I started. I have a podcast, the American Enterprise Party. I've got 330 or 40 episodes that would educate you on the background of all this. And I'm a graduate of Arthur Anderson, the greatest public accounting firm and consultant of all time. And I've had my own business now for 50 years, along with my wife and son and all the employees that helped me try to turn around the nursing home <laughs> debacle, and the government got in the way of that. So anyway, I think I'm qualified to offer this position to the only two people I see that can lead the party. Donald Trump? Uh, I don't think so. If he doesn't get... Uh, if he doesn't get... Um, the Republican nomination, 
then he's a possibility, but I don't think that he's of the of the the, the tenor of the Mitt Romney and Joe Manchin to be able to implement this plan. But we'll see. Thanks for listening. Bye. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning. Here we are again. It's a podcast, American Enterprise Swing Vote Party. Today's topic, and I've I've decided just to record our around the kitchen table discussions as uh, the heart of the podcast. Well, are we the heart of America? Well, I think so. We we come from the great state of Iowa, God's little acre, Indianola. Yeah, that's true. I saw you when you were in junior high, seventh grade, just moved to town, and I was making love to my baseball glove. And oh my God, I saw this beautiful, blonde haired uh, individual talking to Rosie Streeter, Sharon White. It's been love at first sight on my part. Mine too. No, I saw you, you. you didn't see me at the same Cute time. I was at a, that was at a distance. <laughs> you say you saw me. I saw you. You had your baseball glove. And it was no, you didn't. The you junior saw, high. No, it? you wouldn't date me till I I was a senior and I you were a junior. You, <laughs> I saw you. And if it hadn't been for Nancy, <laughs> you know, and you getting in my car at Halloween on 1956 to go out and see this haunted house. And uh, we got there, and the guy with the chainsaws was there, so we decided we'd run back to the car, and, <laughs> and I grabbed your hand. And you didn't take it away. You actually... Of course not. We've, we've held hands ever since. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I got the courage to ask you for a date after we dropped off Nancy, of course. <laughs> and you said, oh, my, yeah. And so I said, let's go to the... The Des Moines Drive-In Theater. Where else could you go other than that or the Empress Theater in Indianola? <laughs> uh, so, we went to the drive-in and uh, when we had our first kiss, that was that was it. Yeah. That was unbelievable. That's for sure. So we <laughs> dated and then we were going steady and then we were you were uh, supporting us after we got married with, after you'd gone to beauty school. Of course, that was one of the reasons that we got married, is that I was in college and you were in Dubuque, Pukey Dubuque with your, <laughs> great, your great aunt, um, Godzilla and her husband, <laughs> <laughs> her husband the cheater. Mm. And uh, we finally survived that, and you were in beauty school, and then you were practicing uh, your trade with Indianola and supporting us while I completed completed college. Those were, I guess, the formative years of our Mm -hmm. marriage. Now we've been married 64 years, going on 65, mm-hmm. which makes us closer to 90 than 80 almost. 
But the, wow. the, the, the 90s, it's, it's not... Um, <laughs> It's not our horizon. I don't know what it is, but so let's get on to the today's topic. People don't need to know our complete history, and since I don't have that many listeners yet, they're more interested in what's happening in America or any way we are, the country we love. Um, it's being threatened and dominated by uh, what. I call money ticks. Uh, the golden rule, those with the gold shall rule, which is not democracy. Not yeah. when you've amended the Constitution 28 times and have defaulted on the debt 79 times hmm. and now are investing trillions of dollars in defense rather than on offense. You got to turn out like the Chicago Bears, not mm -hmm. winning, not winning yeah. anything since uh, Delano Roosevelt, mm -hmm. and then he was replaced by Truman because he he died in his third term, and uh, little Napoleon from Missouri decided that he would okay the dropping of two atom bombs on civilians in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Worse thing next to Hitler's um, Holocaust um, from the greatest war or the worst war, World War II. And then Franklin Delano Roosevelt, before he expired, led us through the four years it took to, you know, gin up our military and our weapons of mass destruction and beat Hitler in four years and the Japanese and the Italians hmm. and prevented Stalin from taking credit for it or taking over the world. Yeah, I consider him to be our greatest president, Delano Roosevelt, and Truman the worst. Right behind him is our current president and vice president, Biden and Harris. Hmm. And they're taking us down. Uh, not with a bomb, but with a, a uh, incompetent leadership, which encompasses his the worst cabinet ever and the uh, worst results ever. So, uh, are we going to not just save America? or we're not gonna make it great again, or we're not gonna build back better. Those, those slogans are ridiculous. No, we're gonna keep it great. You know, go to your Costco or wherever you get your groceries or, you, or buy your automobiles. Uh, things are changing in this country in not a positive way because we're being led by attorneys and public health officials and professors and economists the people that are on the take, and the rest of us, I call us the deservatives, not conservatives or progressives, but the deservatives who really have to make everything work. And so what are we? Well, American capitalism, which is are the entrepreneurs and the, the risk takers and the shareholders, and then, then you have the American socialism, which are the the human labor, human capital, and I was told.
of, of human capital, of course there is. And they go together every day in every business. And that's what makes America great. It's called free, free enterprise. And to have free enterprise, you have to have democracy. So not only is our democracy threatened, our free enterprise system is threatened. By whom? Well, this whole concept that you're better off with a, 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 a um, autocracy, a low overhead autocracy such as Russia or, um, well, the biggest example now is China. But, you know, there's only three forms of government, according to Aristotle, is that it's the democracy, it's the monarchy, because we have monarchies uh, and have had for centuries, you know, one person control or the dictatorship, which is just another form of one one person Politburo control using the biggest weapon there is, fear. Fear of annihilation. You know, it's been used, used since historic times and uh, it's still being used. And America is using it because according to our leaders, we need to have a trillion a year 500 billion spent on our military strung all around the world to keep, you know, to spy on everyone and keep them in, in line. And then the rest of it's on B-21 bombers, as I've been um, reporting to you, a fleet of 100 that is costing $100 billion. So what are we going to drop bombs, bombs on and what bomb and all the questions that should be asked before we even manufacture them, but that's not the case. We're being led by the fear mongers and uh, wasting so-called taxpayer money. It's not taxpayer money. Taxpayer money can't even fund the government. It comes up three, three trillion on, on that. So all this other stuff, proxy wars and, and uh, building a a stockpile of weapon, weapons of mass destruction bordering $4 trillion on uh, Orca, a auto, autonomous submarine that's going to be put out there in the oceans, Atlantic and Pacific, to lay out landmines to make sure that, uh, I guess, the, the other submarines don't come in and get us. I don't know what if one of these cargo ships happens to hit one. <laughs> cargo ships are all owned by China, so maybe that's the strategy. Keep them from getting our drugs here, our pharmaceuticals and our cars and our clothing and all the essentials that are now provided by the East, the East Asian alliances, including India and... Uh, uh, of course, China, South Korea, Japan, Taiwan, you know, you could name them if you think about it, and their South American alliances. So they can come through the Suez Canal or the Panama Canal to deliver their products to 100 ports around the world or the biggest 20 ports in America and then charges for shipping. So there's a whole consortium that are making big-time money off of Americans' consumers. 
So this so-called Make America Great Again slogan by, by Trump or the Build Back Bigger and Better Government by Biden is all we have to choose from. And both of them are contrivers of failure. And uh, that's the, the Congress being gridlocked because it's all about the, uh, the party. Ask not what you can do for your party, ask what you can do for your country. Well, in this instance, I'm proposing the solution to this gridlock rather than filibuster or, or money ticks is a, a, a third party. The American Enterprise Swing Vote Party. It's not designed to be the party. It's designed to be the third party, which then is going to compete against the other two, the Reds, the Blues, the Lefts, and the Rights, the Progressives, and, and the Conservatives. This is a party that represents enterprise and the Conservatives who make the enterprise work. So all you're doing is contriving another a way to garner power and take over, well, no, uh, I don't think that was productive. Look at Russia, look at China, look at the other countries that have tried these Marxist-Lenin theories about everybody is equal except for the people that run the, the organization. It's, it's failed every time it's uh, done, and ours when it was a democracy, and it is not now. It's run by the golden rule. Those with a goal shall rule. 100 senators, 435 congressmen or women, or whatever their gender is, <coughs> the Supreme Court for life, and the presidency. presidency. It ain't working, folks. They have got us in so much debt. The worldwide GDP is in the range of $200 trillion. Our debt, unrecorded debt, is $200 trillion. Our recorded debt, if there is a set of books at all, and there really isn't, is just a budget, cash, cash in, cash out, and add the, add the borrowing into the cash in, and then you balance the budget. No, the country's bankrupt. It'll be, it's at a point when unless it borrows money, it can't pay the interest on the debt. And so then that, if it's just the minimum payment on interest even is compounded and put into the principal. And the only source of the information of how bad this is is USA uh, Debt Clock, www.usdebtclock.org. You can get it on a, on a Apple Store app. And I would suggest you go in and look at it. Do you need to be an accountant to figure it out? Well, probably. Why don't you ask your accountant, your CPA, or your, I guess your, your attorney or one of these bureaucrats, what does this mean? What is all these, these numbers changing at so much per second? Where did that come from? Is it just a conspiracy well, no, I'm a CPA. I, I know how to read it. I'm, I'm reading a clock that says there's, there's at midnight there will be a bankruptcy of the, of the great American enterprise and each of its states that will flood the rest of the world and flood our banking system here and our stock market with a derivative bubble that will burst because there's only so much air you can pump into a a failing government. And we hit that 
we've defaulted that 79 times, defaulted on our, our debt ceiling 79 times. And taxes are gone at the end of, income taxes are gone at the end of March, and we're borrowing, borrowing money to fund the rest of it. And the, the property taxes and the sales taxes are 66% of our overall taxes, and they're gone because they're, they're eaten up by our society. And our <coughs> Supreme Court, of course, is not going to stop this because they're in there for life, appointed by a political party. And now our friend Trump has is, is populated it's the majority with three uh, young Catholics to make sure that they threw out uh, Roe v. Wade. Now we have abortion being the biggest reason to elect a president. Or as Biden says, white supremacy is our biggest problem. And then comes uh, climate change. And the third is, is our uh, itinerant son, Dunner, Hunter, which he can't control. So what is the situation from a positive standpoint? If you look at kind of what the outcome is here, and we don't have enough income to meet our payroll, nor is it going to be enough to meet because payroll is 24 million people, 2 million a year, and they make twice what the private sector makes, and they got the cushy health care and, and their own Social Security system and their own pension system, all written into law. So they get, they get paid first. Not la We're last out here in the, in the non-essentials. The essentials are all going to get theirs. That's that big brother of, of the big of big brother, which is pharma and Facebook and Twitter. And it's not Twitter any longer. It's X, marks the spot. All of the big boxes, uh, the ones designated by our Vice President Pence, who was I call Judas, <coughs> and uh, Fauci, who I label as Bonaparte, that close down our small businesses and let the big ones go on with borrowed money. So that's what we have now is after the dump Trump um, and Pence orchestrated that by the way he put Fauci in charge and public health officials in charge of the, of the country during this, this uh, pandemic that was caused by our public health system and Fauci, allowing the uh, synthetic COVID-19 that was put together by our virility department here that sent over to Wuhan lab in China because uh, there, there was a policy here that you, not, that you don't fool around with uh, viruses. And they were doing gain of function, trying to see if it would jump from a bat to people. And it got out. And it wasn't the water market. It wasn't a bat. It was synthetic, and the, and it got out, and it swept the world. And Fauci and his <laughs> classic proposal that we need to bend the curve of 26 million potential deaths in America uh, set the scene for shutting down. The only thing that will save us is our free enterprise system. That's enough of that. So positively... Positivity needs to enter in here, and the leadership needs to be kept honest, not the 
McCoys and Hatfields blaming each other and getting nothing done but controlling us with fear and incompetence and without a, a plan. So what what is the plan? Where is the plan? Well, it's on my podcast and peace day by day when I can get this out there. And I need it to go viral before it'll be effective, but it's in my books as well. Uh, the American Enterprise Party, Volume 1, is... Uh, our founders warned that if there was a two-party system that became one party, then we were no better than a monarchy or a dictatorship. Well, it's happened. And uh, so they didn't want it, and and it's it's failing us. The two-party system is failing us. It's failed us. So the third party is a necessity. The three-party system should be put in our Constitution for that very reason. And... Uh, the idea of the swing vote of a, of a third party uh, came from a professor in, in in Harvard. I read his book, and I thought at the point when I read it, uh, no, that can't work. Well, now that, now that it proves what gridlock does and a divided country does, yes, it will work. And does it need to be something other than our enterprise party? No, enterprise is what makes us great. It's what brings capital and humans together. And there's no color line in enterprise, and there, and there, and everything should be on the basis of outcome, not paying income without any results. So yes, there is some logic to it, and it's in volume two. We have to put America into what's called Chapter Ten bankruptcy because we are not in a position to even pay the interest on this debt, nor are we accruing any way to pay for future Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid checks. Right now, half of the country is on some form of government check. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and the 13 entitlements and the, and the 24 million that are on the payroll uh, and the military, uh, 25 million out there or however many there are. <coughs> we, we don't really know because we've got idiots running our agencies. And so the, the, the second... The volume is going to uh, downsize government, upsize enterprise. Get half of these people, maybe more, off of the government payroll onto productive administration of our great American enterprise. And that would be health, education, welfare, uh, transportation, energy. The energy is the only thing we make any money on. Agriculture, environment. Those agencies that are really enterprises, not institutions of this huge monolithic failing government at every level. The governors are failing. The mayors are failing. They're all doing their budgets the same as Big Brother. And they have to be now held accountable for running their own enterprise. So we would do like Margaret Thatcher did. These colonies that she was able to get rid of by giving them their freedom uh, and turned around Britain's disaster from a 90% tax rate to 20 by just giving all these colonies their independence, then it was their problem. Mm -hmm. So now we have to do the same thing here. We're not 13 colonies anymore. We're 50 colonies, and they're still feeding off of the federal revenue sharing. Stop the federal revenue sharing. Each governor and mayor and county supervisor are now not just responsible to a budget. 
but they're responsible for the analytics of society and financial. They've got to be responsible for the for the crime and and and, and the failing uh, education system and healthcare system at every level, uh, and so there have to be ways of measuring outcome at every level to to justify that the government people are getting all this income and we have no idea what they do, probably nothing, and then they're getting pensions for the rest of their lives, so they're going to live longer. And it's all written into law, but it's not funded. So what makes them think they're going to get theirs if Social Security benefits aren't there? So this is a giant anthill, not a, uh, a, a beehive. We need a beehive at every level. We need responsibility, not to the Queen Mother, but to the uh, democracy. And in the third volume, we... Get into who's who's going to who is going to make this happen? Well, it's in risk-taking American enterprising, enterprising Americans that go to work every day with the capitalists and are making America great. It is great. So all of this is the strategy here is ask not what you can do for your party, but ask what you can do for your country. It's the tale of two parties that have to be uh, put in the Constitution along with a third-party referee to, to make sure that we go forward and implement a, uh, this reorganization plan that cuts half our payroll into productive units, uh, subsidiaries to uh, not Big Brother, but to uh, a Democratic Congress and President. And uh, it's, it's a, a, a um, no different than a, a football plan of action uh, with a head coach and all of the uh, entities working together for one purpose, is to keep America great. If we don't, guess who? Dalio predicts in his book, uh, The New World Order, Some Winners, Some Losers, that evolution should be with us because as we're evolving, China will take over. In the past, it was the Dutch and the British and now us, and now the next is China. And his hedge funds is hedging short on America and hedging long on America, I can guarantee you, because he won't list who he's representing. It's all the pension funds and mutual funds that are being invested in other outside this country investments. And so the hedge funds, along with BlackRock, who Larry Fink says we should rebuild Ukraine as we rebuilt Berlin and Nazi Germany and other uh, uh, wars around the country of regime change, which has been a total bust and, and waste of money by presidents that didn't know how to run a bit the big business. It's always been a big business. We've let the Fed run the business and destroy it. 1929 and, and 1982 and 2008, and they're doing it again. The Keynesian theory that, that bigger government is better and interest rates should be used to, to manage the business is, is maniacal. It's totally failed us, and it will continue to fail us unless we start operating in a responsible and um, accountable manner.
because at this point there is no accountability at any governmental level. And that's what we have to implement in the plan of reorganization. And yes, we need leaders. Yes, we need a head coach. Yes, we need uh, all the aspects uh, that it takes to win. And right now we've lost the trade war. China has, completely dominates the supply line, the shipping, uh, and, and uh, the future of the, of the rest of the world. And they have alliances around the world. We don't have them. We have resentment because of what Truman did. You can count on that. And in trade, there are no, in competition, there, own, are, there are no friendships. It's, there's, there's only uh, crime among enemies. And also there's no uh, faith in uh, your so-called friends because then you become what what Orwell predicts is where there is no love, there are no friends, and the only friend and love you have is Big Brother and the Brotherhood. So if you want to see how America's going to turn out in the future, read 1984 on Animal Farm because that was what happened in Russia. And can't we be smart, smart enough to to avoid what has hap happened and happening in these other countries around the world. Ours is the only democracy, and it's the only free enterprise, or it used to be free. Now it's uh, controlled by money texts. Uh, the Benjamins cover the Statute of Liberty and our uh, scales of justice. It's all about who has the gold. and. Uh, and, we, and the fact is that our currency is being threatened. OPEC wants to de-dollarize trade. They're the biggest trader in the world. And go to China's yuan and, and go to a cryptocurrency worldwide. So they can control that with fear. And then America is just going to be a second-rate country because we don't know how to compete in a world of fear. We need to have our own... Uh, dollar protected by supporting it with all of our collateral, which is our farmland and our businesses and our uh, natural resources and our um, precious metals. We have more than any other country except uh, the continent of Africa. And now that's what China is, is doing. It's investing $500 billion in Africa mining it was, it's a line of credit they have with the International Monetary Fund and $500 billion in South America for the same purpose. And they have alliances with so-called friends around the world in terms of uh, the supply lines and trade. And America no longer is the supplier of much of anything. And we're not going to bring it all back to our land by giving tax deductions. So to keep America great, uh, the, the American Enterprise Party Swing Vote Party trilogy is, is the plan. And we need to have a plan. We need to have leadership carrying out the plan, like you do in football, basketball, baseball, all of the, the things that Americans watch and, and are amazed at what it takes to be a winner. And then also why there are losers. Badalio says in the, in the New World Order, with China taking over, there are winners and there are losers. 
and in his in his hedge fund, he expects to be a, a part of the winning group. And so, a stock market same way. We allow uh, people to buy stocks in in China's mark, uh, stock market through the Amer- our American stock markets and bond markets. So we're not being very smart. And so let's let's move in the in that direction by re, re, uh, electing third party candidates, rhinos on the right, Republicans in name only, and and le- on the left the dinos, the Democrats in name only, pull them to the metal to be a part of the swing vote party. And my choice would of leadership of that would be uh, Mitt Romney as is the rhino and. Joe Manchin as the dino, as the leaders of the American Enterprise Party. And have they agreed to it? No. Have I proposed it to them? Yes. They're looking for a way, and both are now retired from the Senate and and are 76 years old, like I need to have a vision for America that will pull everything to the middle of the road the common sense approach to keeping America great. So will that happen? Only you, the people, for the people, of the people, by the people, which is what the democracy is representing here, uh, can make the difference. And yes, the voting system is insure, insecure, the borders are open, uh, it's, we're, we're self-destructing internally by terrible leadership with improper uh, administration with Pelosi saying we need the open borders to people to pick the cotton and we need we have cotton pickers and then uh, 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 Schumer who says we need to have more brown babies to balance out the white supremacy. None of that is, 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 is working. And Biden stumbling around as a wizard of Oz being told what to do by the so-called Democrat socialists. That's a farce. What we need is enterprising American uh, risk takers and keep America great. So that's the message today. Um, I'm still trying to build my leaders or listeners. So share this with uh, the other voters. We gotta we gotta fix this thing. Thank you. Bye. This is uh, recording number two of my favorite poem in uh, my poetry book, The Eighth Wonder of the World. It's called My America, the Bountiful. My America is the feeling of freedom. It's the feeling good when you get up in the morning and can decide what you're going to do that day, who you're going to see and what you're going to say. It's the feeling that you can make a difference It's the feeling you can produce your product, you can sell your produce, and you can benefit from your hard work unhindered. It's the feeling when you help your children with their homework so they'll be able to see their knowledge for growth, for maturity, for the good of the country. It's the feeling when you send them off to school, knowing they will receive a concerned teacher's attention, sensitivity, and guidance, and knowing as they grow up they will thrive on their freedom to communicate, to express themselves, to direct their own destiny.
It's the feeling when they graduate from grade school, junior high, and high school that they are taking the steps towards a better life. And when you give their hand away in matrimony, that happiness shall be theirs. For together, as husband and wife, they can create the same and even more opportunities for their offspring. It's the feeling when you can unchain your dog and watch her run, free for the at least a little while to watch the expression on her face when she re- she's released from the shackles and the sadness that reappears when she must be chained. My America is the freedom of choice to buy the bread I want to buy, to acquire the goods I can afford to acquire, to invest my capital I have saved in ventures I want to take for the good of my family and my country. Continued. My country is being able to communicate in writing, speaking, and in whatever form language takes, my opinions, my thoughts, my prayers, my visions, and my dreams to those who want to listen, and to those enemies of America, of the America way, who in themselves have not discovered America. My America is the blooming rose that has the freedom to grow toward a clear sky and warm sun, being able to complete its cycle from bloom to plumage to autumn, to a dormant grave only to rise again. My America is the personal commitment to grab opportunities that will better the country and to set an example for those who follow. What you give must be in proportion to what you take, or the erosion shall remove the sky, the sun, and the earth from our grasp. For in our America and the world, resources are limited. The energy, though absolute, is redistributed by our wills. The more astute, the more free we are to create, the better the use of the resources. And left in God's hands, through our America, we create goodwill, good products, good people, and peace of mind. My America, the bountiful. Oh yes, my America, the vision of the poet, the words of the orator, and the minds of the leaders, be kind. Be patient, be wise, but above all, humble to the reasons and the heritage of our freedom. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil ventures and purposes. For thine is mine America, as the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. So help us, God. Amen. This is a poem from my Ninth Wonder of the World, the Trilogy of America, Tis of Thee, by Samuel Francis Smith. My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing, land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride, from every mountainside, let freedom ring. And there's America by Irving Berlin. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountains to the prairies, to the oceans white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet home. God bless America, my home, sweet home. And the third, America the Beautiful. Words by Catherine Lee Bates, melody by Samuel Ward. O beautiful for spacious skies, 
for amber waves of grain, for purple mountain majesties above the fruit and plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good and brotherhood from sea to shining sea. And then on, um, in that same poetry book, I have a poem called My America, which I'll call the anthem to the trilogy. Not the national anthem, but the anthem to the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party trilogy. My America, lyrics by Jerry Rhodes. My America, oh yes, my America, to thee they sing. Of the visions of the poet, the words of an orator, and minds of its leaders. Be kind, be patient, be wise. Above all, be humble to the reasons that heritage of our freedom held high by human visions for peace and prosperity to our masses, to our classes. Let freedom ring in the hearts of the doers, the protectors and the responders to combat critics' status quo and the peacemongers held in tow. Let all of mankind be our friend for peace on earth without end. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil ventures and purposes. For thine America is of the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. <laughs>